What up, bro? I'm having all kind of glitches and delays, <laughs> but I'm here. What up, everybody? This is State of Basketball. That's your man, Big Storm. This is the one, and this is another BW Sports production. Uh, hey, bro, um, it's part two, man. Part one was electrifying. So Yeah, it was great. It, it was great. Uh, I wasn't able to get everyone on this week, but the one that we did, and hopefully we'll have another one here shortly, uh, we'll definitely make up for it. Uh, I definitely like the um, the vibe of it. I love the discussion, and uh, can't wait to do it again, man. Right. Um, so it, it should be fun. I know we, we dove into the point guards. Um, and we had some pretty good point guards on the show. I know we had a, a decent lineup for uh, two guards uh, today. Uh, we had some last-minute cancellations. I did put out a uh, a last-minute alert on, on the book to see if we can't get uh, some last-minute entries. Uh, but still, I think we're going to have an electrifying uh, show today. We'll get some good insights on two guards uh, from a coaching perspective. Um, and then this is a guy that, you know, we've known for a while. I've known since uh, Little Shorts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the, like the little, little shorts. Yeah. Like we Not like they do now where they choose to, but uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what we That's had. That's all we had. That's all we had. That's all we had. And, it was, and you know, it was a boys club, so it wasn't like the best pair of the little shorts. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. this next guest, uh, next guest uh, I grew up with as well as part of the North Central family. Definitely one of the guys we looked up to being a couple of years younger, uh, looked up to and, you know, watched him play and, you know, obviously tried to be uh, as well or even better as them as they set that bar uh, for fellow Panthers and just fellow Hoopers on the north side. Uh, so do you want to bring him in or are you ready for I mean, we, can, we can bring uh, old Coach E in. Oh, <laughs> my you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, uh, I ain't gonna lie. I got that team picture still. <laughs> that oh, yeah. team picture from Willard's Boys Club. It's in yeah. my photo album, man. That was a really good team. Yeah, man. That was that was uh that was the beginning. Yeah, Robert Nunley. Robert Nunley. <laughs> yeah, so uh tell us what you've been up to, Mike. I know you've been busy the last couple years, man. Yeah, man. Um, I kind of uh, the last couple of years I transitioned from uh, high school coaching, and uh, last year was my first year here at Glen Oaks at the junior college that I actually graduated from and attended. And then the year prior to that, I was at Anderson University. So, um, you know, just been blessed to to you know continue to give back to the sport that allowed me to you know see the world, impact lives, and. I mean, there's no better feeling than like, you know, going to a job that, that you appreciate. So uh been recruiting heavy, coming to Indianapolis. You know, I got to, you know, I'm staying connected to the crib. So it ain't no doubt about that. Don't nobody who better than we do. So I'm going to put that out there. Uh, Thanks. But that's <laughs> it. And, you know, uh just, just doing that, man, just trying to get better at my craft and, uh you know, watch, you know, young kids and older kids and, and just trying to, you know, make my team better for next year. Hey, um, so now we know that there is some some junior Elliots that, that got the game. Mm -hmm. Now your son graduated 
uh, last year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, excellent. I got to watch you. I know Big Store. We both got to watch him play a little bit. I did catch a couple games. Um, and your daughter, she graduated this year, but she didn't hoop this year. She was a track star this year, wasn't she? Yeah. She, um, so she played basketball her freshman, sophomore, junior year. And it just became she was a she was kind of an anomaly, man. She never practiced basketball. She wasn't one that like, hey, dad, let's go, you know, go to the gym. And she was just like a natural. Uh, and then track was just she's just phenomenal. Like I, there's really no other way to put it. Uh, she came in North Central her freshman year. She won five state medals. They won state her sophomore year. COVID happened. Um, her junior year, she won four medals. And then her senior year, they won state again, and she won five medals. And uh, I was telling uh, Big Storm, like, she's going to Florida University to run track. Um, but the crazy thing is, man, if she would have played basketball, she would have got a Division One scholarship at basketball. Uh, they probably would have won state her freshman year. She got hurt, hurt her ankle. Her junior year, hurt her ankle. And it was just kind of to the point she was like, I'm just going to do this track thing because I'm not, I don't want to go to school to play basketball. I'm going to go to school for track. So, you know, she was just a good all around athlete, man. And, you know, I'm proud of her. And she, she set a national record of uh, being the only boy or girl in the nation that has ever won the one, the two and the four. So, you know, I just, she's six foot. So, you know, I'm going to take credit for the height. Her mom was a track player. <laughs> <laughs> her mother ran track i wasn't a track dude i was you know i did my thing but you know i'm proud of her and and mike is he's growing into his own uh you know he's he's got my name and everybody you know kind of talks him about what i did but i said you know what is your time now you know it's it's your time uh you know i'll give you all the game that you need i got the blueprint you know sometimes as boys and young men you you guys know we get a little stubborn and we don't want it, but you know, I give it to him anyway. And you know, as he gets older, he'll, you know, he'll grasp onto it. But yeah, my youngest man, they uh, they went to North Central, man, because you know the from the legacy that I seen before me, from the impact I hope I had from you guys to Jason and you know James, God rest his soul, and then all those other guys, they wanted to be a part of that that legacy, you know that. You know, I laid down when I was there. So I, I tried, but we'd have played together. So, but I tried to let it down or help out the North Central Legends League. But yeah. uh, Kaufman didn't like me. Kaufman didn't like my <laughs> friends. He didn't like my homies. You know what I'm saying? He told me, you'll never play here. So I went to LN and I gave NC the business every time I played. You know, back then it was. Uh, I think, I think coaching was a little bit more kind of, there were guidelines. There was a lot more rails involved. Structure, a lot of structure. Yeah. yeah which I mean, structure is okay, but I think the social part of the rails was like, ah, well, I don't understand. I don't understand who he is and right. I can't understand why he does or says things or he's, and so therefore there's like this image of you. You know, sometimes coaches that come from that old cloth back then, I don't like that image, so I don't have to deal with it. You know, and it's, you know, it's it's changed a lot, I think, now. So, you know, 
Yeah, they kept a lot of hoopers off the off the court. <laughs> yeah, they did. I'm sure. Oh, we got another one popping in. I see Storm. Uh, I see him, but I don't see the picture quite yet. I got to see him. So um, what we doing, Mike, uh, we have started a summer series since NBA um, and pretty much college season is um, at a standstill, you know, in the offseason, you know, draft, training camps, getting kids into school. I know your kids is probably on their way in the school in the next couple of weeks to, to start their regiment. So uh, we like to do a little series during, during the year or the summer break. Um, on different things. So this five-part series, we're doing positions. Um, we have point guards first week, uh, first episode, second episode. We're doing two guards. So we'll get into breaking down what we think a two-guard is, how the game uh, uh, evolutioned uh, from what the two-guard was from when we were growing up to how we changed the two-guard position to what it is now, and then what we think is going to go to from here. But before we get in that, just to give you a food of thought for later on in the show, okay, we're going to need your top five mm -hmm. uh, shooting guards. Now, I'm going to have to ask Storm, are we going to go top five, who you think is the top five, or is it your favorite top I, five? I, I so, say, I would, I, for this, let's, let's go with your personal, because there will be more context involved on hopefully why we chose the people that we chosen. Um, and a lot of the things, and obviously one of the things, you know, we'll delve, in, uh, delve into, like you said, was the evolution and what actually makes a two guard. Or is there a two guard, shooting guard, scoring guard? Are they all the same positions? Or are those all just mm -hmm. fractions of the position? Like, there's a lot of good things to delve into. That's why we're going to make that list later on. So I know you got to listen to your now. Now we're going to discuss the two-guard position, and then at the end, we'll figure out where our top five is because it might change. So um, <clears throat> real quick, Storm, I don't know if we're going to get to it, but they are doing the NBA, uh, WBA uh, All-Star stuff today. They just finished it up. Uh, what was it? Team Wilson beat uh, Team yeah. Stewart. I saw, like, they the very that. end of it. Yeah. Yeah, so you had some, a couple of milestones hit there between that game. I do know that uh, the WNBA Finals will now be on charter flights, and they're adding a 40-game season to the WNBA. All of that was announced on uh, during the, the All-Star All stuff uh, today. So shout out to It's about time, man. It's about time. Uh, the women's game. Uh, it's definitely maturing. Uh, it's coming of age. So uh, it's, it's nice to see. Then the letter young girls know that they can, uh, they can do, you know, they can do everything they can and still hopefully get to the point where they don't have to go overseas and play and get caught up or anything like that. So uh, just keep going. Yeah. Um one question though, I'm gonna this side note, and I'm gonna keep on moving. I don't see how you feel that you can't support a family of two hundred twenty-one thousand dollars a year. But uh, anyway, uh, like so the inflation <laughs> right now is real, son. You trying to get a full tank of gas on an old nine Chevy Tahoe, listen, and listen, you gonna listen. need some money. 
<laughs> Listen, we got cats out here making sixty-three thousand a year and getting by. Please tell me you can't get by on two hundred and twenty-one thousand dollars a year. Please don't tell me that. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, two guard position. Um, I lost my notes because I'm looking at pictures that McKenzie just sent me in Dallas with both of her legs in those cryo compression. What's wrong with is that just for after playing or no man? She tweaked her ankle. She got her daddy ankle issues, man. And I, <laughs> oh, oh my unfortunately. god. Yeah. Yes, I'm trying to get her right, but yeah. all right. So two guard position. Now, first we start off with the name. You know what I'm saying? What is it? I mean, is it the two guard, the second guard? Is it the shooting guard? Is it the scoring guard? You know what I'm saying? This is the off guard. How do you define that position starting from way back? to ours to now mike oh i think i think man back in our era the 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 two guard was he was kind of he was he was his job was to score more than anything he's he what he, he wasn't responsible for assist or rebounding he was his job was to score um i think there's always a slash with that because you always had like people who could score and then people who could shoot it kind of depended on who you play with, what team you're on, what kind of player you were. Uh, those dynamics all fit into that category. Uh, nowadays, you know, me and Storm were talking earlier. It's like, you know, I think now it's so positionless now, right? I don't know. I don't know if anybody can say, okay, well, here, here are these positions. I think I, if I look at it now from my perspective, I look at it from size, right? The skill level. Size, I still feel level. like there's still uh, there's some skills that are needed at the two guard more than any other position, even though that everyone now can uh, possess those skills and those talents. I, and I agree, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think there's one common denominator when you say shooting guard. Can you score? Can you score? Period. I, you know, from can you shoot it? Can you drive? Can you create? I think that dynamic has never changed, and I don't think it ever will change. I guess. So, I guess. I guess. Like where where I guess the issue comes in, if there is an issue, is how you do your scoring, how they try to define the position. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like when we play a two guard or a shooting guard, I, that, we call them scoring guards. You know what I mean? Because that's what your job was to do. Like. They would always say, well, Jordan didn't pass the ball. Kobe didn't pass the ball. Well, it wasn't their job to pass the ball. I mean, that their was job was to score points. I get paid $60 million a game to score points. You know what right. I'm saying? So, yeah, it's a blessing that Kobe, you know, was the only person with 30,000 points. And, well, until LeBron does it here quickly, only person mm -hmm. with 30,000 points and 5,000 assists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but – yeah, you know, I mean, they say he didn't pass the ball, but if he still had what? Uh, what was his career average? What just under six assists a game? Mm -hmm. So I just think how is how you define it as what you did. Like Clay, I mean, is he a small forward or is he a two guard? You know, but you look at him as a two guard because he shoots the ball. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So as a shooter or two guard, but what about the point guards that we talked about last week? You know, like Steph. You know what I'm saying? He's a shooter, but he plays the point guard position. So I guess it depends on what type of scorer you are. Yeah, I, I look at Clay. 
Clay's a nice three. He's a three because he's he's more at he's more that three position, which I'm pretty sure you guys are cover is a little more athleticism than the two. They're a little bit bigger than the two. Typically, typically, they're a little bit you know they're more considered the slasher. I mean you know like I said it's it's such a blended situation now you know and again I, I look at it as size and skill set almost just to separate the two. You know, unless you just got, you know, you got T-Mac on the planet, too, and, you know, he's doing his thing or, you know, what do you consider LeBron? LeBron is wh- whatever the hell he wants to be, honestly. So those – those, <laughs> it, I mean, I, it's crazy, man. It's, he's uh, rare. He's rare. LeBron, I, I, LeBron is like magic. Yeah, he's I like – he's, he's he is the most all-around player that we've ever – that I've ever seen. All right, uh, we got to hold up because uh, we finally got our other guest on having some technical yeah. difficulties. Uh, this gentleman right here, I played with uh, junior college uh, one year with him, uh, which was crazy because we were in Texas, but it was like five Indiana guys on that squad. It was me, Leland Perry, Luke uh, Patterson, Ahmed Bellany, and Jason Wheeler. Uh but this was one of the one of the two guards that I played with that I really enjoyed. I felt like our practices was epic. Uh, this gentleman, like we talked about before, can score on the jumper, can cut to the basket, can make plays. So with no further ado, uh, from uh, my alma mater, Grayson County College, Mr. Swan Lacey, welcome to the show. Hey, how y'all doing? Doing well. So. Uh, <laughs> Just to give you a little heads up, uh, think about your top five shooting guards all time. Just keep it in your head. We're going to do it later. But you came in right at the point where we were talking about how the shooting guard position evolved over the years. So what are your thoughts on that from, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s and on, the dynamic of the particular position, the two guard, is it a scoring guard uh, uh, or just straight up two man? What are your thoughts, Mr. Lacey? <laughs> Well, since the uh, the game done evolved, like you said, back in maybe what the seventies, eighties, nineties, the two guard all they were supposed to do was to put it in the hole. They really didn't have to do too much dribbling. They didn't have to be a skilled dribbler. As long as they could shoot or score, they was good. Now they don't have a position. There's not no set position. It's not no you're a two guard, you're a one guard. If, if I mean a point, if you're a combo, if you can score, defend, you're gonna play. You know, and it's it, you know, especially with the then they got position called point forward, point center. I'm like, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We so, talked about that point forward uh, position last week with the point guards because you had you had a couple guys that that actually that we watched play that were guys like that. Um, Scotty Pippen was the first person that was used that term was used point forward. But I think Robert Ory was the guy who was doing it before Scotty that just never got that term. They just hang out right there at the at the uh, the high post or the free throw line extended and just run the offense through there. You know what I mean? So you I'm see give, I'm, guys doing it. I'm gonna give you another one, man. Oh, Charles Brockley was he was an innovator. He got the rebound and he he wasn't doing a whole lot of passing. Now he, <laughs> you know what I mean? He he going right to the bucket, but. I, I agree, uh, you know, 100%. Like, those guys are were ahead of the of their time, ahead of their time. 
So um, I guess I guess now let's talk about let's actually talk about some of these players. You know, what I mean, I like I hate to use comparisons or not want to say comparisons because you can compare a little bit guard to guard, player to player, position to position. Um, but I hate listing them as in greatest. I like list like we do, like we'll do later on is what who we think our our guys are. Because when you get to try to who's the greatest, you get to taking them out of the eras. And you got guys who played in the 60s and the 70s that didn't get the exposure and the worldwide view of the game, of your skills with television, social media, and the development of the wide open spaces. You know what I mean? Like we talked about point guards. Like just think of Pistol Pete and Bob Cousy and, and those guys got to play with the free non-touching and the openness of the game. You know what I mean? Just like guys who score, like guys who put up 40 points and didn't shoot threes. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? All mid range. So I hate score. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um who are some 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 great two guards that you would everybody knows Jordan. So he's right. And, I, and and just because he's the best, I feel like we shouldn't slight him. We could give him a couple of minutes because he is the, and to my opinion, he's the greatest of all time. So we can acknowledge him for a couple minutes, but I definitely do want to talk about maybe some more of your unsung or lesser heard or ones you really didn't know, but really put in work. Uh, if you go and look back at their careers, I think if I, so if I speak on Jordan for a minute, I look and say, okay, what really stood out to me with him for him just. He's the go. He's the best player that I've seen. I was a Magic fan growing up. Passed the torch to MJ. MJ ran with it. The thing about MJ, man, that, that I thought was just to, that separates him in a in a class that's almost comparative to none is like his 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 game evolved as a shooting guard or as a two guard. I'll say shooting guard. We can define that later. But athleticism. He drove a lot. Right. Then as you see him every year, his game was developed and it and it just went to another level. But he still scored. He went from the pull up post game. He showed that he could shoot the three. It was just like he evolved. and He covered every aspect of scoring, which, you know, Swan mentioned. It's like, hey, man, you got to put it in the basket. He did that his whole entire career, even when he was with the Wizards. And it was, you know, you could tell his skills were diminishing, but. He always evolved with the game. Definitely. And I, I it wasn't like his that. skills. It was his, his body. <laughs> yeah, his body. I like uh, the 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 thing about Jordan, I feel like, is the dog, the want to, the I'm going to do killer. whatever it he was a takes. Killer. Yeah, he was a killer. He's that dog. And because of that, he wanted to develop his game, right? Mm -hmm. He's not out here with Lego sets. He ain't out here doing <laughs> – uh, everything else Katz is doing nowadays, he's in that gym. Mm -hmm. He's doing like his, he treated it as a career. I'm going to be the best in my career for me to do this. These are the things I need to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt like he came along at a time and helped the NBA go to that next level, which was worldwide. I felt like he was instrumental in a part of that. And a lot of that was the athleticism, the moves that he made, the dunks, and of course the air. Right, he claimed mm -hmm. the air like mm -hmm. no one else is air, nothing. It's Jordan, <laughs> air Jordan. So, uh, I'll give him that. 
he wasn't personally my favorite, even though he's the GOAT. I was like you, Mike. I'm magic all the way. Uh, <laughs> for you guys that play with me, I think you can see that in my game. Definitely that uh, magic was my guy. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got to say about Jordan. Yeah, I mean, there's only two cats that I've watched play that had that type of work, that type of drive, that type of determination that I will not be beat, I will not lose, I will never fall, I will always be there. And that was Jordan and Kobe. You know what I mean? I I, I don't think I went for Mike and not near one of those six championships. <laughs> I think I went for all everybody else. You know, I definitely, I know I went for Sean Kemp, one hundred percent. No, I was on Seattle. It'd been nice for him to but, win. Uh, they had a squad. Squad, <laughs> man. Oh, but I mean, I never went, but I acknowledge what Jordan did for the game. You know what I'm saying? Because I was always a guy that said, "Well, shit, Doc did that move." I mean, yeah, Mike did a little. It might look a little sexier. You know what I'm saying? Because he was an inch and a half shorter. It might look up, but Mike, but Doc did that same thing. You know what I mean? I was that kind of guy, but I, as I get older, hey, Jordan was that guy. You know what I mean? Even LeBron doesn't have – he's got a drive, but he doesn't have that – and you can see it in certain plays on the game, in certain instances of the game throughout his career. He didn't have that Jordan-Kobe mentality. He didn't have it. I think, so think Brian might take part. plays off sometimes, where I don't think Jordan and Kobe took any plays off. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so um, let's talk about some. Uh, Hold on, Swan, you got anything on Jordan? Oh, uh, yeah. Man, I agree. I agree with y'all uh, wholeheartedly. But like y'all said, Jordan, it was just his will to win to me. Yeah, and, and one thing about it, you can always depend on him in the fourth quarter. When the game was on the line, you know he was going to come through. You never, it was no doubt. You know what I mean? It was no doubt. And then right behind him, you know, like he said, was Miss Miyagi and Danielson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he mirrored his game from the best. And then, like, LeBron, in his era, he is the greatest, but – I just, I guess what it is, they come up in this AAU era where everybody is friends and we don't, they don't play against everybody since they was kids. So they don't, it feel like they don't feel like, okay, we're friends off the court, but on the court, I'm going to try to kill you. They don't have that mentality. It's just a different very era. You know? Yeah, very. Yeah. Few. <laughs> yeah. I, I can count like six of them to do. Jacques got it. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know I mean, he got it. I'm cool with you, but I'm gonna get you on the court. I think Jalen Brown got it. No, Jimmy Butler got it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, he's a different. Uh, like they said, chip off the old block. But other than that, I don't know. But if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about the two guards, it's crazy because now I'm going back to all the mid range players. See, I'm going back to all the Rip Hamiltons, the Ray Allens that. That had uh, Kerry Kittles. They they mid range oh, was deadly. That was a good one. That was a Allen, good one. Allen Houston. Yeah, Ooh, Allen Houston. Yeah. Ray Allen, Reggie. So, we was a definitely a fan of Allen Houston around these parts. But yeah, that Kerry <laughs> Kittles was a good one because I played with the Nets online with Kerry Kittles. <laughs> yeah, you man. You know what I mean? And, and then I got one that I enjoy watching play. Uh, but I think he, I think he screwed himself. Spreewell. 
Spree was yeah. a really good two guard. All right, man. The boing's on that dude. <laughs> oh, he was nice. He yeah. was nice. And I was talking uh, yeah. to Mikey earlier about one. I, I wish I would have been able to see his career blossom was Drajan Petrovic. Because he was yeah. killing it. He was a beast yeah. in the, the uh, what was that, late 80s. Listen, mm-hmm. Mike and I got to see Drajan. We got to watch Drajan. Drajan was – he was a straight hooper. He can get it. He got buckets. He was a uh, um, he was the prototype of the new European player. You know what I mean? He gave you that because he had some good size to him. He had mm-hmm. the real step that didn't nobody really know what it was just yet. It wasn't mm-hmm. to the eccentricness of it is now, but he had that move already. So Drazen was a straight killer. Knockdown shooter. Just knockdown shooter. Absolutely. Yeah, I still think that was a hit, though. I, I, I don't care what you say. It was no accident. <laughs> that, that car accident? Yeah, that was just as clear as a hit as uh, Princess Diana was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I got a name I want to throw out is uh, T-Mac. How are we feeling about T-Mac? I feel like he's misunderstood. I think people really forget how much when he first came into the league he was dominate like dominating and in them first couple years in orlando dominating and uh the injuries came and he kind of just kind of kind of got forgotten about what are y'all thoughts on t-mac i think i think t-mac you know you look at society's perspective when you're not around for very for a very long time and you don't win and I or think hold a certain standard of yeah excellence. for a long period of time. I think you kind of get pushed to the wayside. But if you look at T Mac as far as what he did for the game, as far as that position, number one, he was one of the bigger two guards to emerge. And when you say two guards, I think you know Swan said is like before it was come off curl screens and stagger screens, and you didn't dribble much. He put the ball on the deck. And he could move on the deck, you know, so he was he was lethal. You know, he was kind of a, you know, Penny was the point. T-Mac took Penny's game and slid over to the two. And he was he was rough. You know, he he was trouble. He was trouble for guys that were playing that position because he was so tall. He was athletic and he could just flat out score. Um, So I, I give I give T-Mac his roses. I just still think. You know, when you're looking at the group of two guards, his longevity kind of pushes him back a tad bit. But, you know, what do you put him? Do you put him in the top 10? You know, you could, but you have to put him in a certain era. You know what I mean? And, and I think mm-hmm. in his era of basketball, he uh, he was a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I didn't think he got a full T-Mac when he got to Houston. You know what I mean? He was still, I think he was uh, just a shell. I mean, you got that first good year with him and Yao, uh, but I think after that, it wasn't the same. You know what I mean? It wasn't that that young Toronto electrifying in the air, learning under his, uh, by the way, who we should talk about too, is Vince Carter. You know what I'm saying? So uh, how his game developed as the two guard, you know, but T-Mac was, he was tall. He could handle the ball. He could shoot from distance. You know, he was one of those guys who was shooting a step or two beyond where normal three-pointers were shooting from. You know, we speak about Jordan again. 
he we saw highlights of him in North Carolina where he was putting up 30 points and there was no three-point line. And he was killing the mid-range. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at these guys. I'm trying to think like um, Benny Microwave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Joe Dumars. You know what I mean? Guys yeah. like that. You know what I mean? That can flat out score the ball. And mm-hmm. I think one piece we're missing on the two guard is the defensive side of it. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, that, that'll cut your list a little short. <laughs> to me, I Man. think I, I think it'll cut you a little short if you start talking about okay, your two way guys, Ooh. you know, guys that were on the all defensive team or they were defensive player of the year, or you know, if you add that component into it, then you then you re- rephrase that question, and you gotta look down, and a lot of guys don't make that list. Nah, hey, I got some trivia for you. You know, Kobe is the only player to have. What was it? Um, 10 plus first team all defense and not win defense player here. Yeah, I think he he came up in an era where the bigs always got defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. I think Mike was, yeah, Mike. And then and I feel like uh, this year wasn't, uh, oh, green hair, Boston. Wasn't he the first one, first since, guard to get it? Yeah. Since, uh, since Gary Payton. Yeah, so it's been that, a while. that is and definitely. I think, I think uh, that was questionable, man. I think that was a questionable defensive player of the year. Yeah, I think there were some other guys that you could probably say had defensively impacted the game a little bit more. But you know, I mean, if he was going with a guard, I chose Phoenix. Uh, was it Malik? What was it? Uh, I forgot. The, Bridges. Uh, Bridges. Yeah, Mikael Bridges. Yeah, I, I, that's who I went for. Taller, he was a little, couple inches taller. Played two or three more positions consistently, but you know, what I mean, they they like the little guy with gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's a testament of how how soft the league done, done got, because he done got notarized and got money a deal off of just being tough. Yeah, you just, Mark, that's a that's a skill now. If you tough, that's a skill set in the NBA now. Being tough, mm-hmm. so that's why they went. Tough with- though, <laughs> mm-hmm. ain't tough though. They ain't Charles Oakley tough. You know? but, I- <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but that's because they know nowadays they're not gonna fight. There uh, you go. Back in the day, they was fighting. So if you was talking, there was a great chance that you was getting it in. So you better be tough, and you be re- you better be ready to do it. Now I feel like Green Hair got a little of that Ron Ron. Uh, in him, so I feel like he would try him. He probably get beat down, but I feel like he wouldn't back away. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey man, Middle World Peace got his stuff together, dog. <laughs> now, yeah, he got his skills <laughs> regimented, you know, all that. But I'm still upset because he took my Pacers. That was our year. That was our championship year, and he blew it over a cup of beer, laying on the uh, laying on the uh, scorers table. Yeah. I just love it how Storr just thinks that he's not going to react the same way somebody hit him with an open face can of beer. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. I forgot, oh, I forgot, Storm, you that you uh, y'all diehard Pacers fans. Yeah, I'm definitely diehard Pacers fan. Uh, yeah. That's my number one team, even though I like players. Like, I love Steph and them and Golden State because I love the type of game they play. 
Uh, I feel they're the closest thing since the Magic Johnson Showtime, which is when I definitely fell in love with the game and, and just the artistry of it and this with the skill set to make plays and to make it look appealing to fans like that just uh, that that draws to me. So uh, that's another reason why I like Golden State because of their their style of play. I'm a Pacers fan by default, man. I'm a Lakers <laughs> fan by heart. You know, I'm uh, anywhere I go, man. I'm I'm a Laker guy, man. But you know, the Pacers is home, so if they winning, I'm rolling. If they losing, I'm kind of like, man, yeah, I'm with them, kind of. But you know, I'm hard subs up. That subs it up perfect for me. That's right on the spot. Yeah, I'll cheer. I'll cheer when they all right, and I'm sure going to talk about it when they fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk about some two guards that never really got they pump because there was somebody in their class or in their era a little better. Like Jordan killed a lot of two guards' career or legacy. Like Drexler, I think he would have been a lot better, would have got a lot more pump, maybe one. Well, he did win with Houston, but when Mike was out, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Drexler's one of those guys, I think he gets a little bit, but I don't think he should have got, I don't think he got all that he should have because Mike was playing at the same position and he did the same type of things that Mike did. It just wasn't as pretty. Yeah, it wasn't as good. Uh, I feel the same about Clyde Drexler. He came from that Houston five slammer jamma. He definitely uh, had hang time. You see some of his dunks. He's got the legs curled up just like Mike from the free throw line. Uh, he had the length. Uh, he just, for whatever reason, I feel like the jumper came a little bit at the end, but I felt like it was always a work kind of in progress. I feel like it was uh, either he was on or off. Uh, defensively, though, I feel like he was a great defensive player as well. But everybody had to play two ways back then, or you weren't playing. This two-way player, that's some, that's some new shit. Wasn't no, was no zone defense? Yeah, you had to play D. And even when we played zone in high school and in college, if you weren't playing no defense, bro, you weren't getting on the floor. You had to play some defense. Like, nowadays, there's cats that's like, Dude, have you ever been in a defensive stance? Hmm. Yeah. You know, speaking of that, just a side note, Mike, you're a coach, man. How much emphasis do you have to put on um, defensive skill sets with these guys coming in, especially in this offensively driven AAU culture? So, yeah, hold on. To top that, is it hard to get them to commit? Uh, is it a challenge to get them to commit to defense? Yes. Be and the reason why it's so challenging is because basketball now is about entertainment. If you look at NBA scores on any given night, the two combined scores could be almost 300 points. You took away, I think Swan said it earlier, said, man, you know, in the 80s, it was a lot of hand checking, Right. And the reason why they took hand checking away in the 80s and the 90s because they wanted to see Mike score. He was the face of the league. Now is nowadays it's I go to a trainer and all I do all day is work on my one-on-one -on -one moves. Right? But for me, I'm cut from the cloth of the 80s and 90s. The only way that you can play here is you got to defend. Kids come in and say, you know, they send me highlight tape, right? 
I look at the kid's highlight tape and he's a point guard and I say, hey, coach, does you show me that he's the point guard and all he does is score? You don't show me any on-ball defense, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I tell kids and I recruit them, what position do you feel comfortable at? Oh, coach, I feel comfortable at the two. Can you guard a two? Can you defend a, two, a one? Can you defend a three? If your answer is no, then unfortunately it's going to be hard for you to play here because I know when kids leave me in junior college, when you go to where whatever school you're going to, they got a 24, 25-year-old kid. They're already scoring. Can you defend? Can you defend? And that's one thing, you know, in junior college, I think we've all been in that situation where it's, it's fast. People want to score. How do you win those games? Stop them from scoring. And that's – so we put a premium on it. Um, it's really hard, though, because, you know, I'm getting a kid that's 18 years old that's been allowed to do some things for four years. Now I got to deprogram them and reprogram them in less than a year's time. They fight it sometimes. Wow. And unfortunately, when you fight it, you got to <laughs> sit for a little while until it becomes – So you figure it out. Well, until it becomes habit. You just you're just recreating another habit. So the answer to your question in the long term is, is it gets difficult. Um, but the good thing for me this year is I have all freshmen last year. I played with all freshmen last year, not the Cobra freshmen. I'm talking about freshmen straight out of high school. So I took them through the fire. I made practices miserable defensively. We talked about, you know, how we're going to, you know, run certain defensive schemes. I didn't change it because of the scout, I said, we're going to be good at these things. So now my freshman is coming in. Now my sophomores are telling them, hey, listen, before you get here, just understand we're doing this for the first two, three weeks. So it is it is hard, though, man, because, you know, they want to score. That's all they want to do is score, 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 score. And don't get me wrong. I score. Right. Score the ball. I don't give a damn. You can score 80, 90 points. Just don't let them get in the 70s. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if we can figure that out, then I think we'll be a pretty good damn team and their mindset will change. So mm. defense is hard, man. It's hard. It's getting harder. I just feel like uh understand the angles sometimes. Is that difficult to, to teach? I teach I teach angles. Uh I teach fast break angles. Uh I teach containment. We kind of get a little bit, I mean, kind of not to get too technical, but you know, the game is about can you defend your – can you guard your yard? You know, so we work on that to the point where, you know, we're playing old school full court one-on-one. You know, where you you got to guard somebody attacking downhill. You know, putting them in a situation where it seems impossible. You know, the angles are big more than anything is just the space that you have to be able to give guys. Guys are – I mean – they're, they're skillful with that basketball, man. They're skillful with that basketball. And if you can make them dribble three or four times in our system, that we feel like we won that possession. You know, because now we can get set. Now, you get if a guy just beats you off of one dribble move, we're in trouble. Right. You know, <laughs> we're in trouble, man. So um, let's, let's, let's. I know Mike said something a little bit ago. We was talking about defining the difference of the two guard, the shooting guard. Like you got the two guard, you got your combo guard, you got your shooting guard, all the same position. 
So I tend to say your shoot guards back in the day was more your white guys. Because, you know, all those two guards that we just named were all brothers. Like, we didn't <laughs> give the guys that could shoot the ball, no, except for Drazen. You know what I'm saying? We didn't talk about uh, Stoyakovich or Hornacek or guys of that nature. Like, we're really going to talk about the, the great white boy until uh, next episode when we talk about Larry. Because he's, he's <laughs> 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 I mean, I think the position kind of is defined in regions of where you grow up. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody on the East Coast, everything is slashing. Everything is to the bucket. You know what I'm saying? Us Indiana Midwest kids, all of our positions are real rounded. That's mm -hmm. why it's very hard to define a kid from Indiana. Because they can do it all, because we've always done it all. You know, we grow up shooting the ball in the snow. We grow up shooting the ball in the rain. You know what I mean? We do all that carpet. So I think regional has a lot to do with how your positions are developed as well. You know I agree. I mean? Anybody disagree with that? No, no, I, I definitely agree. I, I coached in Atlanta for three for three years. And when you when I was in Atlanta, I understood what the SCC was about. It was about athleticism. I am talking about I have never seen a group of young athletes as athletic as they were. And I understood why Georgia, Florida, Alabama, why they fly around like they do, right? Because they're just athletic. You look at the West Coast guys, they about the showtime. They about they grew up in the Lakers era and they grew up in, you know, free culture, and you know what I'm saying? And that was how they played. Um, you know, you, you talk about you know, region areas, you talk about white guys that were really good two guards, Chris Mullen. Absolutely great two guard. Great two guard. Best left you know hand shooter in the league ever. <laughs> you know, he was smart. You know, you, you look at, you know, I guess you could put white chocolate as a point guard. Uh yeah, we talked about Jason Williams. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Um, so you know, you, you just the region you can I've been around basketball for so long, I can tell where a guy's from by the way he play. What do you say, uh, Swan? How was uh, the South and uh, coming up to guard and how it changed? Well, well, you know for 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 a fact that back then when we was coming through basketball coming down South, it really wasn't known for basketball. You know, we were like football. Everything was football, football, football. So we had it. So every time when I had to play somebody from another region, it seemed like I had to prove myself that hey, you know, mm -hmm. we can play ball down here too. You know what I mean? That's so where you from? I'm sorry, where you from? I'm from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Yeah. I had I had a, I had a, I had a what was it? I had a teammate from Texas, from Longview. Yeah, from Long. Yeah, that's East, well, that's East Texas. Yeah, East Texas from Longview, huh? Yeah. So it's just <laughs> it, and it's different because Texas so big. I can I can go play against a dude from Dallas and know he from Dallas from how he played. Then I, I can go down to Houston and play a dude from Houston. And know how you know it's just different styles of balls in different cities, but mm -hmm. I did for a fact that, like you said, East Coast, they was rocking and rolling with that ball. They gonna drip, they gonna get to the hole. West Coast, they like, all that. <laughs> <laughs> they give you, know, you all that, man. You know, oh, yeah, and, man. And, 
and I'll say kids from Indiana, and I'll say Storm, you were blessed to have that many Indiana kids from <laughs> on your team. Like where I played at, I was down there. I played at Paris, by the way. Yeah, he played at um, Paris. Yeah, uh, I played at Paris. What year? I came out in ninety three. I, I came out in ninety three. I came out in ninety five at Paris. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we was the first team that won anything for like thirty years there. Like they were yeah. terrible when we got there. But and they so played racing too, Swan. Yeah. So I, I try to remind sure them. If you don't remember, Swan, that was our first game. Yeah. I was there. I hit that layup at the last second. And we won that game. I try to tell Dame about that every time I get. Yeah. That we beat Paris. <laughs> I was already gone. You know, we got a picture on the wall. You know what I'm saying? You walk up the steps to the common area. Bam, there's we. <laughs> no, but um, we kids from Indiana, we have this this air. Like, oh, you from Indiana? Are y'all supposed to be able to do this? Like, I know Mike probably felt it going um, out towards Illinois to play and storm down to texas it's like we really felt that we had to like yeah we can ball you know what i'm saying like but texas was cool though they had some some hoopers and some athletes so yeah hey texas, short, texas, football was texas, down there. texas junior college was on a totally different level Ooh, yeah that was that was you got to think prior to me coming in juco 92 94 you had lj who was murdering and he put that was when I didn't even know about junior college until he went to UNLV. I didn't know none. I was like, okay, you know, D1, that's all I know. Yeah. And then here comes LJ, and he's like, Well, he came out of Odessa Junior College. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's junior college? And when he he kind of for I know for me, he put it, he put on for JUCO. Yeah. And I was like, well, now wait a minute, now what's going on? And my coach that was here at Glen Oaks where I'm currently coaching at now, he came from Midland. Yep. Yep. He told yep. me, he said, Hey, West Texas. He said, listen, you pretty good, man. But down there, it's a, it's a whole team of you with size, yeah. athleticism, strength. And then, you know, as I got, you know, you look at back then, they didn't have a lot of ratings. It was street and Smith back then. You look in the magazines and they had the little Juco section. And you start seeing cats coming out of that Texas area going to the Big 12, going to the SEC, Big 10. You know, had, it, it, had was, Nick, it was it was rough, came out of Trinity Valley down there in Texas. You had uh uh Sam Cassell came out of San Jacinto, out in Houston. Uh and you had yeah. you had Elliot Hatcher that came out yep. of Indianapolis and went to Kansas State. Oh, and, yep. and you remember Stephen, Stephen Franchise? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> was, was, uh, Sean Kemp was down there in Trinity Valley with Nick Van Elk, so he just never played. Yeah, <laughs> but there, there were some killers. In, there, yeah. there some killers Bird. in Texas. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, um, all right, well, okay, we got a few ticks left, so let's get into it. Uh, so we're gonna start with you. Uh, what's okay. your, your top five shooting guard? I guess top four because everybody knows Jordan's on everybody. Knows. Okay, we, we know Jordan and Kobe, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. we can even extend that. Jordan and Kobe <laughs> be my one too. We can yeah, off the top. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rip my, my one and two. Then I have to go with yeah, 
my hometown favorite man, man, Reggie Miller was cold, man. I'm just, I mean, I hate to say it, but man, Reggie gonna put that thing in the hole, man. I'm talking about the thing about, <laughs> the thing about Kobe or uh, Reggie was he was the guard back when they just ran off screens a lot. He didn't take it to the hole a whole bunch. It was all Dale Davis, Rick Smith, Antonio Davis, Seven Screens, Mark Jackson, Vern Fleming, who were, I mean, I can run down all them. Um, <laughs> and it's just matter of getting him the ball. So, <laughs> but that was the type, but that's how he got all his points. I would say probably 95 of his points was off of six and yeah. not him just taking it to the bucket. Yeah, but he you know, was, boy. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You know how hard it is to guard him? He's constantly moving. All night, you got to worry about him. You can't give him uh, an inch because he going to burn you. So mm-hmm. you, you just imagine your, your your assignment for that night. You got to go at Reggie Miller. Hmm. Yeah, I'm shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eat bananas. Be ready. Right. You better you you better have the electrolytes you do now. <laughs> you have all these special Gatorades. <laughs> hyperbaric chambers. And <laughs> all right, so who you got number four? Uh, I gotta go with Ray Ray. I like I like Ray I I, uh, I like Ray Allen game. When he first came into the league, when he was a slasher, you know he gonna dunk you and and do what with he the had. Bucks. Yeah, with the Bucks, and then his game matured as he got older because he understood his legs. I, you know, if I want to, no, not the Bucks. It would have been uh, Seattle when he first came in, right? Yeah, 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 Seattle. <laughs> Yeah, Seattle. You know he talk, you t- he talking about Devin Mason, but he was with the Bucks too, though. But yeah, uh, he was with both. He was with both. Yeah, yeah. He both. Yeah, he was yeah. with uh, he's with Seattle first. Yeah, and went yeah. to Milwaukee. Then yeah. he went to Milwaukee. Yeah, I like I like Ray Ray. I mean, I like I used to like old Ray Ray game man and uh, oh, how he evolved. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna trip y'all out just like an honorable mention. I always like his game, but I don't know what happened to him. Y'all remember old Eddie Jones? Yes. Lakers. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened to Eddie Jones. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to Eddie Jones. Temple, I mean, man. Temple. We came out of Temple. I mean, I, yeah. I used to like games. I, just, I used to just like Eddie Jones' game, man, for some reason. Yeah. Hey, Eddie Jones so, could ball, though, man. He could ball. Just, and he yeah. was two-way. He was two-way, too. Yeah, he was going to go. Two-way. Yes, yes. So that yeah, I guess he was a part of that bad Laker team with him, Nick, uh, Nick Van Nassel, Eldon Campbell, Sedell. Yeah, Thorne. that was after Worthy and, and Magic left. Mm-hmm. And Roddy was supposed to be the one. Mm-hmm. So the on the plane. It's <laughs> <laughs> European, son. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's a hell of a group, though. I like that group. I like that group. Mike, let's see your group. Y'all got Mike and Kobe. Uh, you know, my third two, my third two guard, I'm gonna go with AI, man. AI had Eric Snow, you know, he, he came, he, he created an offense, the Iverson cut. He created, you know, a whole set of offensive, you know, plays. Uh, and the reason why I like AI, man, he just had a heart. You wasn't going to deny him. He was small. Shit, he'd dunk you every now and again. Uh, hell, he had a move that was feared in the world. That crossover, uh, you know, I like his charisma, you know. Um, I, I really like the point when he said, man, listen, 
how can you talk about practice and I give you 120 percent when I play? You know, now I'm not a fan of you not going to practice, but I don't think you should say that. You know, now if he got out there, he gave you a half effort. That's something you can talk about. Uh, see, that's one, two, three. What's that? What's that? Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with Ridge. I'm going to work Ridge. You know, Ridge, Ridge made it a long night for you. You know, you know, coming off, and then, uh, oh, my fifth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go against the grain. I know we talked about it. I'm going with Steph. I think Steph is a two guard. I think because when you look at what he does and how they play, he is not the initiator of the offense on that team. It's Draymond, mm-hmm. right? I'm kind of of the era of, like Swan said, I'm in the era of the guy who put it on the ground. You know, that's my era. Like, yo, I can I can catch and shoot, but I got this whip wop too. <laughs> you know, when I feel like getting you up off of me a little bit where I can score. Um, you know, there's a lot of honorable mentions, uh, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with those five, man. Okay. Can I say uh, one thing? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, real quick. So, are we are we putting AI as a point, or are we putting him as a two? Because I thought he was the yeah, one, yeah. and Eric Snow now going. Hey. I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him at the two, just because how he scored the ball. I, I know what you said. Yeah. yeah, the way they offense. Yeah, I feel like Snow had the ball when AI had it. It was more transition. Mm-hmm. When it was the setup of play, I feel like it was Eric Snow. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. A, I think it was a different. I mean, they they did. They was different because you couldn't tell who was what. You know what I'm saying? Well, Eric Snow kind of played because Eric Snow can't score. So he was like, <laughs> what about the ball? <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric Snow can't score. So ain't, ain't no ain't no ain't no blurred lines there. <laughs> hey man, Eric Eric knew he came down. His job was let Iverson come out them two staggers, give it to him, let him go. I def- and again, you know, with those two, you couldn't go wrong defensively because AI, like Swan said, he's a two-way guy. AI was hellified off ball. He was a he was an off-ball defender that would shoot those gaps and cause problems. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely that. Okay. All right, well, so I'm quickly um, right now. I, hold on, real quick, uh, Storm. Uh, Uncle Mark chimed in. We go. He he threw us his his uh, top five guards, uh, shooting guards. Uh, maybe there you go. He's got Reggie Ray. Ooh, Dale Ellis. No, yeah, world be free. I, like the okay, you old ass. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Uncle Mark. Uh, and uh, George Gervin. He said, excluding Brian and Kobe, or Brian and Kobe, Brian and Jordan. Uh, yeah. George Man Ice Gervin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we talked yeah. to the world be free on the low. Uh, not really talked about, kind of lost in history. He put up points, man. He put up buckets. Uh, it was one of those I things where I don't that. know how long it was sustained, but he did put up buckets. Uh, <laughs> my top five running up against the clock. My top five, obviously, Michael, Kobe. I do have Reggie. Uh, after that, I do have um, Clyde Drexler. Uh, after that, I am rolling 
with uh, Ray Allen Shuttlesworth because I feel like mid-range shooting is that being able to score all fastest three mid-range layup dunk is a part of it. So those are mine. Yeah, excluding Kobe and Jordan, I got well, my favorites. I got Reg. I have Spreewell, and and I have. I guess is how you define it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got, I got Paul George. You know what I'm saying? You know what I, mean? I think he plays better than two than he does to three. I like PG. You know what I'm saying? I'm a PG guy. Okay. <laughs> but I also talked about him on the next episode with the three school because I think that's yeah, I'm gonna talk about five. exclusively on. The <laughs> but that just so, goes yeah, uh, how fun how fun it is to talk about and how entertained and interchangeable these positions are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, man, it was great to have you guys on. Um, you guys are now officially a member of the panel. So you are always welcome to be on the show whenever you want to. You see us popping on, hit one of us up. We can send you the link whenever. Uh, Mike, we'd love to do some things with you. With you being a uh, coach, we'd like to get some stuff exclusive with you on your program. That would be cool. But uh, great for you guys to hang out. I'm glad you um, had fun and hope to see you guys again on the show again. Man, I appreciate it, man. And, and anytime you need me, uh, you know, once September starts, you know, it gets, it gets kind of hard. But, you know, on the weekends, I love to, you know, contribute to what y'all doing, man. I'm proud of y'all, man. Y'all my, y'all my young bull. So, you know, I appreciate it. Well, me definitely. Damon is more than age, but I'm the young I'm the young Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's good to see y'all, you know, kind of having good content. I know podcasts are becoming popular and, you know, it's, it's just good, healthy conversation, so I appreciate it, man. Yeah, anytime no, uh, you guys want to come on, promote something, you know, get with Dame, and, uh, you know, they got different outlets of things. If you guys are trying to get some stuff out there, Swan, you got anything going on uh, you want to put out there? No, man, I'm, hey, man, I appreciate y'all having me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm available whenever, and, man, y'all doing a good thing, man. Keep it up. Appreciate it, appreciate oh. it. Yeah, I'd like to get some of my Texas boys from school on there. That would be a good combo. So, uh, Hey, I'm, so I yeah. almost had Mad on, uh, Swan. I, last week, if we'd have went on, I'd have had Mad on here. And for you, Mikey, I'd have had uh, GB on here. So uh, yeah. we, we we definitely going to find time to get everybody together. I feel like that would be a great show. Yeah, no doubt, man. Yes, sir. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining in. Again, uh, this is – uh, the State of Basketball, the Under the Backboard Discussion Series. Appreciate y'all hanging out. You can catch all of our syndicated shows on our YouTube channel. Just pop over there, uh, hit the link, and we'll get you everything. Subscribe and take you right to the website. See everything we're doing. If you're ever looking for uh, any um, internet promotions, any that advertisement, uh, voiceovers, anything of that nature, hit us up on the website. We'll get you taken care of. For everybody here on the panel, myself, Big Storm, we outie. Peace. Peace. Peace.